Welcome to the Restoring Our City podcast, our platform where we have candid conversations on today's topics to help connect our community. Be sure to check us out at restoringourcity.org, where you can find the latest content. Follow us on social media at Restoring Our City on Facebook and Instagram, and The Rock Podcast on Twitter. We'd love to hear from you. You can also submit your anonymous questions to us on our website via the Ask Me Anything link. Don't forget to subscribe on Apple Podcasts, YouTube, and also on Spotify, where you can watch the video version of the podcast and answer poll questions and Q&As. Thanks again for listening, and we hope you enjoyed this episode. Restoring Our City podcast. We are back with another episode and we are excited to bring you a new series. Um, we are talking about um, how do you know that we're Christians? And I think there's that old song that says, and they'll know we are Christians by our supposedly love. But in today's society, it could be a number of things. And to talk about those things are my fellow co-hosts, Jesswin Thomas and Bajoy Samuel. What's up, guys? How's it going? Yeah, going great, Joe, but I'm, I'm excited for this. Yeah, I'm excited too. I, I think this is a super important conversation and I appreciate all the listeners. They've been sharing some feedback and um, they've been sharing like topics and ideas. And I think this is just one of those areas that I think is a stress on maybe our Christian community and our society as o- overall, but how are we as Christians perceived? I think that's the question that I want to explore as we kind of dive into this series how are Christians perceived? And we've all been kind of lifelong Christians, right? Um, And a lot of the topics that we touch on, although we're kind of relating on societal topics, but a lot of them are dealing with our faith. And now more than ever, I feel like it's a tough time to be a Christian. Um, So what comes to mind when you guys think about Christian perspective or perception from friends, family, and society? Yeah, I think you kind of almost answered that question, right? Like friends, family, and society. I guess it depends on who you ask. Um, And that is really going to get you, you know, sort of an idea of how we perceive one another now. Uh, You know, immediately off the bat, you might think, well, Christians might just be all chubby chummy with all the other Christians. But I mean, if you've been a Christian for more than a minute, you know, that's definitely not the case. So I'm sure in some way, shape, or form, um, there's always some sort of quote-unquote judgment coming from all ends, but it might look a little bit different uh, in every single spectrum. Yeah, I think as the world is uh, changing, you know, Christianity is a very polarizing topic, right? Or topic, community, um, any other, like people that I know that have uh, the practice other religions or, you know, maybe they're atheists, whatever, they're very open about it. And like, no one really reacts to it, right? But if you tell someone you're Christian, like, I don't know what it is, but it's like immediately everyone's kind of on the defense a little bit, you know? And I don't know why, well, I mean, we will talk about, we know why, we kind of know why, (laughs) but but as we explore that topic a little bit, but yeah, it's, I feel like as it, you know, as we start to go on, it gets, it gets increasingly tough to be to have the confidence to, to share your belief. Yeah. And especially from a Western context, living in America too, right? Like we were kind of talking about our own experiences, I'm sure different religions. And I know that for a fact, people are getting persecuted for lots of different faiths and beliefs and things like that. 
Um, but you know, it's interesting being in America and just seeing how Christians are perceived. Sometimes it's, you know, for a country that was founded on, let's say, Christian principles, you know, you know, it, it's really tough to kind of walk in those shoes nowadays. And and um, I, I really want to start off with just this idea of even just judgment and how we're perceived, and maybe some of the experiences that you guys have kind of seen in your own lives. So, like. Just talking about being judged. Have you ever experienced that um, as a Christian or just in your everyday life? Oh, absolutely. You know, I think for me, more than being judged, it was the fear of judgment that almost kept me living like a dual lifestyle. I think I, you know, just thinking about my own journey of, of faith, um, I kind of born and brought up in a, a Christian home, um, always went to church on every single Sunday. But really, when I started going to college, I sort of fell down uh, the wrong path, if you will. But I would live one life on campus, uh, come home, so come to church, be on uh, stage, worship team, whatever, on a Sunday, and still kind of like the model kid, right? Like, oh my gosh, like, look at this guy. Everyone try to be like Jesuit here, not to toot my own horn, but um, I think the fear of people seeing me for who I really was on campus I made, I mean, kept me from almost like exposing any of that. I always uh, presented my best self on Sunday. So the fear of judgment, definitely, I, I felt. Yeah, I, I mean, I would definitely say that I've, I've experienced that uh, within the church community, you know, and um, for sure, like so Justin said, there's always that point where you're kind of balancing, you know, two lives a little bit, right? Like, you know, for me, the, my faith is such a, an important part of my story, you know, and it's, it's something that's ingrained in me and I can't, uh, I can't separate myself from it. But there is this fear that like, what are people going to think if they, if they know the extent of that faith, you know, and then so, you know, that's, that's what people who aren't Christian, and then you're talking about the Christian community. And I feel like there's this expectation of being very cookie cutter, you know, like you have to deny yourself of everything, you know, like, and there's judgment there. If you don't, if you don't measure up to maybe what the expectations are of, of the church, you know? So it, it's yeah. a tricky spot sometimes as a Christian. No, and I think those are really um, honest and, and very vulnerable opinions that you guys have shared just about yourselves. And obviously our faith is such a critical component of our lives and it seems like in today's society, it seems like people kind of look down on Christians, not to say that we have it so hard where we're, you know, we're getting persecuted and killed in America. I know there's a lot of different, there's a lot of discussion about that, right? Like, hey, are Christians really being persecuted compared to other oppressed groups and things like that? You know, I think we have to keep in context what we're talking about, especially when we're dealing with the perception of Christians in America today. But I think it's, Interesting when we just asked the question, have you ever been judged or have you ever been critiqued and stuff like that um, for your faith? I know, you know, just growing up in church, people would always look at look down on you for your hairstyle this week. What's what's going on with your hair or the clothes that you wear and things like that, especially from a second gen, you know, perspective, right? Growing up in an immigrant church, you know, you know, you look you're looked down as like the American kids and you don't know what you're doing and you don't really know your faith as well as we do in the older generation. So it was kind of like you get judged from kind of a genuineness 
um, as well. And just some attributes that we all kind of go through as adolescents and young people. That's an um, interesting thought. Like the, you know, being judged as Christians is one thing or being judged by Christians is one thing, but being judged by Indian Christians yeah. is kind of another layer to it. Right. Because sometimes all, a lot of that stuff is also coming from cultural. Yeah like nuances and it's kind of layered on to christian morality and all those kinds of things and so i think as indian christians like that that almost becomes like double double the quote-unquote judgment right that yeah, comes yeah. From, all, from all angles yeah when we talk about this whole idea of judgment man it's so strange to think that christians are lumped in this category as being so judgmental so is there an element of truth to that why do Christians tend to be a little bit more critical of other people? You know, uh, I don't know if that's necessarily true, Jobin. Like, are Christians more critical? That's an interesting thing to consider. And I mean, just look at the divisions that are out there within society today, right? I think everyone's critical of anything nowadays. Anything can be cancelable, right? Like, we, we're literally living in those kind of times. Um, it's almost like, why are, I mean, why are we all as humans um, so critical and judging in general and maybe we live in a, a unique time in history I'm, I'm not exactly sure right I don't know if things have been as polarized as they have been in the past but we definitely live uh, in a day and age where we all have our own standards by which we judge everybody else and those standards difference differs so much that within the Christian community, some people have certain standards and use that to judge their own Christian brothers and sisters outside the Christian community, right? Whether it's politics, whether it is, you know, certain moral stances on what quote unquote makes up a good person, we all have those standards to judge someone. And, you know, honestly, for Christians, you know, sometimes we have to start asking the question, are we using standards that God would prescribe to be used in order to judge? Or are we using secular standards that are prescribed by people for an arbitrary definition of good? And what are we using in order to quote unquote, be judges? Man, I think we just end the podcast right yeah, here. Let's just wrap it up. <laughs> <laughs> I think you bring up a really good point, Jesswin, because you kind of flipped the question too, right? It's you know, why are Christians so, you know, judgmental or critical of other people maybe it's just society's label on christians to say hey you're so hypercritical of everybody but everybody just go on twitter <laughs> you know it's just mm -hmm. everybody is so critical and polarizing these days when i say is there an element of truth to it to christians being critical or judgmental i guess i'm talking about you know is there any weight to society's label on christians you know when we talk about hey, are Christians really judgmental? So then when society says, hey, look at Christians, they're so, you know, inclusive. They're not inclusive. They're very exclusive, right? Um, and they don't like to include anybody. Is there an element of truth to that? And why does society look at Christians that way? I wonder if it's, you know, the, the representation of Christianity in society, right? Like whether it's media or, and this could be the case for any religion, right? Like, you can take a core group of people that are probably incredibly staunch and literal and whatever it is about their, their faith, and they're the group that media might you know, hone in on. And so now the world thinks that that is the representation of those religions, right? And I think it's the same with Christians, where you're going to have incredibly like strict 
staunch beliefs and not all of those may be may be correct either right but that's the representation and those are the people that are getting you know the media attention and it's the extreme uh you know it's, it's the person burning the bible and walking around with with the signs and the megaphones on the corner of the streets that is setting the tone for what christianity is like and what christians are like you know shout out uh state street preacher state um, street preacher <laughs> If you're in Chicago, SSPs. you can go to State Street. I, I still, dude, I'm telling you, I think we need to do like an interview with that guy. With that guy. I, I just want to like, I just want to understand, you know. I just want to understand. Where did you get the microphone and where did you get the signs? Um, no, it's interesting. No, that's the picture though, right? Like in people who are not from Chicago and you're like, who are you talking about? We're talking about the guy on the corner of the street with the megaphone shouting that you're going to go to hell, right? Um and I'm sure people can draw up a picture. So you're right, Bajoy. It's like people can almost draw this cartoonish character of a Christian nowadays just based on what they hear in society. Yeah, I was going to say, yeah, that's absolutely true. In fact, you hit it on the head, right? I think the, the prevalence of Christianity over time in America and mainstream culture is something that gives everyone a baseline idea of like, oh, this is what a Christian is right but if we picked maybe a fringe religion we wouldn't even have a perception of what that can be right i, I mean shoot if we pick something like taoism right like what exactly comes to my mind when you say something like that there's still like an openness uh to understanding to thinking to uh you know discovering educating yourself on that but now we kind of go into this label of christian with a preconceived notion because of its prominence where's that line between standing up for what you believe in right and like still being able to love people and love society like when did that become uh when does like having your religious beliefs or not completely agreeing all the time with society's views why does that always translate to hate you know or discrimination yeah. Maybe that's another topic for another day. <laughs> I, feel like, I feel like we'll probably get into some of those details within yeah. this series, but it's a fair question, right? Because I don't think we, I don't think people choose to understand a couple layers deep, right? They just see the, the character of, you know, your beliefs. And this is what society has told me to think that this is. And you are incapable of love because you're very staunch in your specific beliefs or your path to heaven or whatever, whatever it is. Right. I, and I think that's a really great question, but it kind of leads me into kind of the next question. Why is this topic so important for our society? Why do we have to care about the perception of Christians into in today's world? On one side, I was going to say it's better for us as Christians to almost learn how to not care as much because as time goes on, I think it will just increase. So maybe um, almost, I don't know, filtering it out is like the right word per se, but uh, if you're, if you're kind of going down a path where you're going to be looked at negatively and it's causing you to almost conform so that you can be viewed in a positive light maybe it's learning, well, how do I, just like you said, Bajor, how do I stand up for what I believe, even if it causes me to be viewed unfavorably? Yeah, I think this is, you know, this is an important topic, because I think that especially our generation of Christians, 
it's tricky. You know, we're navigating a very tricky world and we're bringing kids into this world as well. Right. And, you know, like we said, there was that Christian perception that it, like, I almost feel like if we ran a test and we sent out, like, what are the top five words that you think of when you think of Christian or Christianity? Like, I wonder if words like love and, you know, grace, I don't know, any of those things show up, but I have a feeling the first thing that's probably going to be on that list is critical or judgmental or, you know, and it's like, how, how do we, why is that important is because we also don't want to be people that are ashamed of our faith, you know, and hide behind it in the fear of what other people are thinking. So I think it's a, it's a test of just boldness too, you know, because we are in a world where everybody can share openly how they feel about things, right? Whether it's politics or religion or your sports teams, or your athlete, whatever it is, like we're very vocal, you know, and we just need to, you know, I think it's important to navigate that. Yeah. And actually just to add on to that thought too, Vidra, I don't know if you guys have ever felt like this, but I, I mean, pre-pandemic when we were still hanging out with our our coworkers, of course people knew that I was Christian but it was almost you know in my mind like my mission is to make Christianity look good right like oh yeah I'm, I'm a Christian but I'm not like those Christians you know like yeah I'll come out and get a drink with y'all yeah we'll we'll still like you know joke around and um, you know do x y and z but it's almost like I will never talk about anything that might cause you any sort of discomfort and you may you know perceive me to be like oh yeah Justin's a Christian but he's not like those Christians right like he might be like more like us and so just like you said where is that line for even myself right where you know how it's almost like why do I feel like I have to make Jesus look good right like why do I have to you know make my Christianity conform to the standards that are around me just so that you know like they can maybe think one day hey i could be a christian too right like it doesn't cost me that much but you know it's almost like a bait and switch here yeah that's a excellent very point. good thought yeah very good thought i feel like it's um there's a a fine line there too right because i think people can be polarizing in their beliefs and really staunch and it could be very off-putting just the way they talk about their faith and you know, but at the same time, we could be very passive in it too, where we are afraid to approach topics that might challenge someone's beliefs. Because, you know, I read a really interesting article um, from Relevant Magazine, and, and they were talking about, you know, this concept of being judgmental and things like that. And I quote, the church says yes to Jesus Christ's lordship. And in doing this, it has to say no to every other rival claim to that lordship whether it be a president, a foreign dictator, or a more material sort of idol, end quote. It's like when you say yes to something and you're really firm in your beliefs, that means you're also saying no to a lot of different things as well. And people don't get into the different layers of why, right? And understanding the theology behind it. And it's not because of hate or I really want to exclude people. It's because of, you know, who we really believe Jesus is and if he's really the Lord of my life and and there's there's something about grace in there with that right like to understand that you know Jesus doesn't want anyone to perish but have everlasting life I think the implications are huge right um, we could talk about cancel culture we could talk about all those kind of things but like what is the actual implication for our communities and societies today 
if we are more and more passive about our faith, where, I mean, you hear these stories left and right, people are just walking away from their faith completely. And it feels like it might be the trendy thing to do. Like, I was thinking about this the other day. Do you think you have friends in your circle who are Christians now, but in five years, they won't be? You know, honestly, 100%, I think that's the case. And I think that's the case because there will be an ideological pressure here. You know, we talk about persecution in some senses, Jobin, um, but even from an ideological standpoint, you know, how much more difficult will it be in the next five years to hold to Orthodox Christian beliefs, um, even within Western culture? I think it, it is going to be harder and it might be easier for either us to change our faith in order to create a, a God that we want to worship and go that route or leave the faith because the God that we worship doesn't conform to what we want and what would be seen as good in society. And that is such a, you know, such a sad thought to think about, but it is a real one. Yeah. I mean, you know, we were talking about this earlier, but in other countries, people's lives are literally at stake, right? Here we have the freedom to practice the faith that we want to practice, you know, and the, really the fear is just people. We're, we're scared of people's reactions to us. We're scared of relationships. We're scared of, um, you know, what people are going to think about us, but you're right, Justin, like in five, 10 years from now, as society starts to, you know, continue to like grow the way it's growing and moving the way it's moving, we're going to run into a situation of like, what, what happens if certain things are dictated in the workplace? Or certain things are dictated uh, in, in other ways where we're like, we have to make a decision. Either we have to go along with it or we have to move away from that for the sake of our faith and our beliefs, right? So where does that line of compromise and are we going to find ourselves doing that more? No, that is a great thought, Bajoy. And just to add on to that, I think, Jobin, you started off the, this podcast with that, that song, And They'll Know We Are Christians By Our Love. And sometimes when we think about that word love we just think well if everyone just saw how loving these christians are then everyone would be in unity and sing kumbaya and we'd be in utopia but the reality is yeah even in the first century they showed love right they knew that they were christian by their love but many people died for their faith because of their stances and I don't think those things are mutually exclusive, right? Like if we show love, then we wouldn't be persecuted. I think that's false. I think those two things will happen in tandem. We have to show love and people ought to know we are Christians by our love, but that doesn't mean loving in a way that waters down what Christianity actually is. But just to add on to that, but I think that's where the perception, Christian perception in society comes down to is because what they're thinking is the guy on the, on the corner of State Street that's screaming at people that to repent and you're going to go to hell. Like, where's the love in that, right? 100%. Versus the relationship part of it. You get to know someone, they get to know your story, and then you're able to share, right? But then we get in this thing of, do we get more passive in that approach? Because we're waiting for the relationship to be at this right point where we can share our faith, you know? So I, I think right now society sees the guy on the street corner, mm -hmm. you know? Yeah. Yeah. And that's, I think the implications of this, I think we can start to see this. It's not just, Hey, I want to look good, or I just want to make sure no one criticizes me or I get fired from my job. You know, 
I think we're talking about a matter of life and death too, when we're talking about, you know, where, where are our hearts in this, right? When we're talking about our faith and sharing our faith and not only our hearts, you know, for ourselves and just having that true relationship with Jesus, but at the same time, where's the, the love for our brothers and sisters, for them to know what this story of the gospel is all about. Um, guys, I think this is such a critical conversation to have, and it's really important. And I think we've started to dive into, there's a couple different perceptions here, the internal perception within the church, how is the church perceiving itself um, and, and treating each other? But then also there's an external perspective as well of how society looks at Christians as well, and, and maybe how we as a church look at society. And so I think there's a lot of meat here to explore, and we're going to explore that on our future episodes, but um, really appreciate this conversation and would love to hear from the listeners as well on kind of some of the thoughts that you guys have about how Christians are perceived in today's society. It'll be really cool to hear your thoughts. But guys, thanks for jumping on and excited to be on this series with you. Thanks for listening to this episode. Check us out at restoringourcity.org. And don't forget to subscribe on Apple Podcasts, YouTube, and Spotify to get the latest content. The Restoring Our City podcast is hosted by Jobin Verghese, Jasmine Thomas, and Bajoy Samuel. Graphics by Claire Skelly, Alexander Skowalski, and Teresa Studley. Our music is Jazzy Abstract Beat by Coma Media from Pixabay. Thanks again for listening. Thank you.